Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Needham, along with my wonderful wife, Janet, and she is, uh, we are have a schedule this week where she can actually join me on our midweek podcast. So today is Thursday on our midweek podcast, and um, I'm super excited to have Joseph Ince from Labs on today. Janet and I actually met them at the Free Market Medical Association. And what they are is they are a company that helps to, um, they have some diagnostic equipment to help prevent cardiovascular disease. And Joseph is going to um, tell us all about uh, the details of it. And um, and he's going to have some great stories too. So I'm super excited. You don't want to miss out because the stories are really, really important. As we know, um, cardiovascular disease, or as you may know, and we've discussed this podcast before, cardiovascular disease is the number one killer in America. One person every 36 seconds dies from cardiovascular disease, mostly preventable. So Joseph is going to show us some tools how to prevent cardiovascular disease. And Joseph, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is fun. Yeah. So Joseph, tell us a little bit about your story. Then you can tell us the history of Labs. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll tell you a little bit about me just so you know um, kind of how I got to the spot I am. I... Uh, I finished college and, you know, you never know what you want to do when you grow up, when you grow up, you don't know what you want to be. So, um, I saw an ad in the paper that said need CEO, CFO. And I'm like, ah, I can do that. Anyways, it, it wasn't that I just showed up somewhere and started working free, but they did ultrasound. And I thought that was cool. It was like a, like a superpower. I can see inside your arteries. And this is right when the machines were huge. Like they were the size of a refrigerator. And the, uh, the petite ultrasound tech gals, it was every once in a while, if the parking lot was kind of sloped, that machine would get away from them. And it was a quarter million dollar machine. I mean, it was a whole, our whole life. Anyways, um, I worked with them and ultrasound got smaller. It got portable. It got, and there were some big plays for these ultrasound manufacturers. They, they were like, all right, this thing is going to be the new stethoscope. We're going to use this. And and the technology just was a little too hard to use back then. This is 15 years ago. And since then, the machines have gotten really small. They've gotten really clear. I mean, I can see the lining of your artery, which is about the thickness of your fingernail. And that lining is a marker for inflammation. The, uh, the thicker it is, the less your artery flexes, the harder your heart has to pump. And it's, it's just not healthy. So if you get rid of the inflammation in your body, and, you know, manage your diet to do the right things, that inflammation in the lining of your artery gets thinner. But there's also something else I see in your artery is um, I can see buildup. I can see plaque, you know, at all the different levels. Remember, if I can see something half the, th the thickness of a fingernail, you bet I can see a big clog like that. And I can see the plaque. I can see the whole life cycle of the plaque. They start out soft, like a fresh pimple. And then over time, they mature a little bit and they become a little more fibrous. And they're not as dangerous because... What makes a plaque dangerous is that soft goo hits the blood and that blood clots, it coagulates. And that thrombus, that clot goes up to your head or heart or wherever, and it stops blood flow. Um, that's the, one of the major reasons for heart attacks. And uh, with this ultrasound machine, I can see your plumbing. So um, I've been doing this for concierge doctors, for uh, medical offices around the country. I've got a team of people in most major cities. And every day they go to different, and it, it's, it's been a good business. Anyways, the pandemic hit 
and getting you know people who are worried about heart attack and stroke into an office uh, when the pandemic's going on was proven difficult. So I was indoors and I had to upgrade my fleet of ultrasound machines. Um, so this is kind of the newer model we're working with. And uh, while I was upgrading, I saw that there's a bunch of really cool tools out there that I hadn't really investigated for a year. So I'm something of a inventor dude. Um, so I, I got some machines, I hired some programmers, and I said, I want to scan myself, create a report. And I sat down with an artist as well to make sure this report communicated. You know, you can see the pictures, the ultrasound pictures in this report. Um, I, anyways, I've been working with people for a year and we're, 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 we just, we're just about done. I can scan someone now, I, myself, and have it email it to you in about 20 minutes. And the data that I give you is based in pretty hardcore research. I mean, 10,000 people for 10 years, they were tracked with this test. And we know the rates of heart attack and stroke. And it's predictive. I mean, if I can find buildup in your neck, you bet your, you bet your bottom dollar, there's a good chance it's in your heart. And um, it's a systemic disease. We know cardiovascular disease is systemic. So I've been talking a lot. It's, 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 it's really fun. Um, and it's been really fun showing this to people because people get to do something about their health. They, uh, they're looking for a plan. They, they go to their doctor and unfortunately the healthcare system doesn't, isn't quite developed or for prevention. I mean, there's only like three tests that Medicare pays for, for, for prevention, like a aortic aneurysm, a colonoscopy, and I think a mammogram. That's the only prevention they do in Medicare. I mean, so anyways, um, I, I'm bringing this test to the public. I have technicians in, in our place. I sign up at our website. We'll show up and, and we'll scan you. But yeah, it's been a wild ride. That, that's, a, that's a great story. Um, there's been a lot of changes. I, I, I think every time I talk to some healthcare um, person is that, you know, over the last two years has changed everybody's practice. And, and that might be a good thing. Um, you know, it makes us innovate and be more portable as, as you're talking about and more accessible to patients. So, and that might be a good thing that, that has come out of the, out of the pandemic. So Janet, what kind of questions do you have for Joseph? Joseph, I'm super excited about this technology because one of the things that we do in our pharmacy is promote wellness. And so, I feel like we have been in such a sick care model for so long that we only identify the problem when it is a major problem, not a correctable problem. So when you are going out to uh, different providers, how are you being received by them for their clients? I mean, how is this, how is this uh, transition happening to a uh, preventative um, model? Man, what a great question. Um, All right, so if I got a hammer, most things look like a nail to me. Like I want to swing that hammer and make it happen. <laughs> if I'm a cardiologist and I see clogging in your heart, I'm gonna I'm gonna scope you out. I'm gonna gonna cath that. I'm gonna fix that because that's what I know to do. Um, and our our healthcare system is really pretty good at that, like resurrecting people on death's door. Right. Like, but what, like I was saying earlier, is uh, who do you go to for answers? You're going to get their answer. So if I go to a cardiologist and say, I'm doing this preventative test, they'll say, great, talk to me when it's a problem. Well, I would appreciate a little support because um, the family practice doctors I, who should be doing primary prevention, um, these poor guys are looking for support from other 
disciplines in medicine and they're not getting it. They're, they're kind of getting, you know, a little rebuffed and, you know, doctors have a bit, a bit of a culture of if they don't know, they're not going to tell you they don't know, but they're not also going to, you know, invest their time. So if you ask them a question, they don't know, they're just going to say, that, you know, call me when it's anyway, moving on. So the whole model is broken. So what kind of reception do I get when I scan someone and they see their artery and it's working? Um, they're, they're very grateful. They love it. If I go to a primary care doctor who wants people to understand this disease, they love it. The reception gets a little cooler on the specialists who are very incentivized. Um, they want it for themselves. And I'll find out, and actually, that's really interesting, finding what the drugs or pharma or therapies they take for themselves is also interesting. Um, but yeah, this test is for everybody. And everybody who wants to see inside their arteries and see their disease really gets a satisfactory answer. The images are right there on the report. The numbers are there. There's tips on how to improve it. And the ways to improve it are, are the best things. Like diet and exercise should fix this 80% of the time. That's my guess. I'm not a doctor. I am an ultrasound tech and I, I, I've done a fair amount of these and I've, I've tracked a fair amount of people. Um, there are therapies that work, but they're not traditionally the therapies that are, uh, are pushed. They're not um, incentivized, like not eating um, uh, sugar, corn sugar, um, corn syrup, or fructose. It, that's, uh, that's pretty obvious, but no one's, gonna, no one's getting paid to tell you not to eat that. It just happens to be in everything, and it's an insidious um, exercise for your, for your pancreas. I think I lost the plot. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's true. And we, we actually had a podcast a few weeks ago dedicated to high fructose corn syrup. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, we talk about things like that all the time. And I know, you know, traditionally, you know, growing up in the 70s and 80s, we were always taught about high fat and, you know, and that's what caused the cardiovascular disease. And, and now we really have debunked that. That's really not the problem because people have eaten low fat diets for 30 years and we're you know, we're at an all-time high of uh, rate of cardiovascular disease. So obviously that wasn't working. So we got to need, we need to do something else. So yeah. So last week you said you had a story that was a pretty interesting story. Would you like to share that? Oh yeah. Um, I kind of told you I, I've, this is getting, I can do demos with my technology now. Yeah. So I was like, where is the best place to sell this in the world? So got on my computer, clicked around, talked to some friends, and I found out about this retirement community in Florida, this Shangri-La called The Villages. It's a community the size of bigger than Disney World with 150,000 people living there, golf courses, houses, libraries, whole infrastructure. So I'm down there and there's a health, there's a, a health fair and I got a booth, got my box here, my ultrasound, and this guy comes over and he's, I, you know, I got my, my pop-up and I'm I can show you the inside of your arteries. I can show you heart disease. And he's, he should be, you know, a little dubious about it. Little, So I'm scanning myself. And when you're an ultrasound technician, everybody wants to know too. Like it's, it's a superpower where you can see inside your body. So he's like, uh, you know, loosen his call. You know, I, I'd like to know. I'm like, well, yeah, we're charging 200 bucks to, uh, to do it. And it was 200 for him and his wife. So reasonable. And, you know, um, and so I say, all right, how about this? If I scan you, I'll look and I see any plaque and you can see it. It's obvious. I mean, it's a definite clog if it's there and you don't deny it. You, you go get that test. He's like, I'll take that bet. 
he just had a coronary calcium score a few weeks prior, and he had a score of zero, meaning this machine did not detect any calcium in his heart. And earlier, I had talked about the life cycle of a plaque, how they start out soft, then they get fibrous, and then they become calcified. And when they're calcified, they're like stone. They don't move, tuck, tuck, tuck. Mm -hmm. Ultrasound can't see through them. They are immutable. They don't break off very rarely. They don't cause clots. They're safe. That's the end of the life cycle. That's where you're going to with your statin. But when they're soft, they're dangerous. Anyways, um, he, he had no calcium in his heart. He was very proud of that. So he knew he was going to be open. All right, let's take a look, see, bro. I put it on his neck and it's 50% blocked. Mm. No doubt about it. He, he can see the artery. He can see where the blood's flowing. And I can turn the color on to see the, very clearly, no doubt. And he kind of got a little white. He says, all right, I'm going to go uh, take a seat. And, uh, and he did. And he, I'm, the follow-up is he's, he's talking to his doctor. He's hatching a plan. He's going to be feeling. But this disease, heart, the cardiovascular disease, heart disease, what causes stroke and heart attack, this disease is insidious because you don't feel it. Right. You don't taste it. You don't touch it. Uh, when you stand up and your arteries are clogged, let's say these are both really good. You don't even get dizzy. Your body is so clever. It will reroute and collateralize flow. But it's, it just, these, it, it, there's no clue or symptom. And the first symptom for most people is sudden death. Is that the, that the stat? And, right. you know, cholesterol isn't very uh, concerning for most people. We know it's kind of dangerous, but, you know, what if I'm in bad? There's, there's not really many solid answers. And so people are getting to the age where their mom or dad had died of a heart attack. They're at the age where their aunt and uncle kind of, and they're concerned and they want to know. And cholesterol numbers aren't satisfactory. Coronary calcium scores are a good, good start. I, I don't doubt it. You do catch a lot of good disease with that. And there's a lot of tools out there, but there's no real game plan for people to, to find out if they have heart disease because there's been no way before. But now with these machines out, like it, it's crazy that this is not more popular. Um, yeah, I, I just think most people don't know about it and, and the, the access that they do have. Um, I wanted to tell you about another thing. This is a little bit of a tangent, but something exciting to tell you where the industry is going. Um, so these ultrasound machines are, this is the old school technology. This is a probe and it's got some crystals in the top here. And these crystals, um, it's very light, feels, feels cheap, but it, it's, it's about a $7,000 piece of equipment. Wow. And it's, it's just, it feels like a toy, but it's got these crystals in it and those emit and receive. And it's a whole setup. So some smart guy, um, it's like, you know, we, we can make this better. We got to digitize this. So we got a bunch of people on a boat. The boat was called the Gene Machine. And on that boat, they hatched a plan to digitize ultrasound. And I don't think the world kind of figured, has, has, understands the breakthrough that this will be because it's still like the first 640K webcam. Nobody's really quite figured out the application, but <laughs> I figured out a couple. Let me, let me tell you about it. So this is that probe. This is about a $3,000 probe compared to a $40,000 box. Um, this plugs into your phone, so it's your screen. It's got a digital head. And what's different about this digital head is it's a matrix. It's not just the line. So I can see a whole square inside your body. I can, uh, and where that's really functional is uh, if I want to put a, a, an IV in and I don't want to miss your artery, uh -huh. I put that right on this probe, I get it over it, and I will never miss. It's, it's really cool. But this is the first version. 
It's kind of heavy, fits in your hand. Um, I think in 10, 15 years, this little head is going to be on our cell phone. And uh, wow, I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's, the future is really exciting. And uh, where I've been developing this, this, this test and seeing what's coming, it's going to be a different world. And those who take care of their body think better. They think cleaner. They're more emotionally stable. Statistically, they have more stable lives. So everybody who's looking out for your health is a friend of mine. Yeah, that's really exciting because a lot of times in, in what we're practicing right now, we, we're hitting the train wreck. And this is like we can prevent the train wreck. Yes. And we're going to look at what our healthy tissue looks like. And when it starts changing, then it won't take that long to reverse that. I mean, if somebody can just look at it from their cell phone, they can say, hey, this is not, this is not good. I, I need to do something different. And that can be very proactive very quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I think it's interesting how the insurance industry, the, the sick model, because they don't do prevention. No. They, they may miss out on a lot of this because you're going to have to pay cash to get the best information. And uh, those who seek it out and those who look for it will, will get it first and uh, get to the right decisions first. Well, and that might be okay, um, you know, because, you know, keeping insurance out of it is going to help keep the price of it down. Because let's face it, anytime insurance gets involved, contrary to what most people don't understand, but it's one thing that we preach about on this podcast, one thing I've written a book about is that when insurance gets involved, prices escalate. Um, so, you know, maybe if we keep this a cash model, it will make it so the insurance industry doesn't hijack it, doesn't ruin it, and quality goes down, service goes down, and price goes up. So, because what you're saying now is a scan is like $100? Yeah, yeah. We do this in doctor's offices for $150. Um, it may be as high as $250, um, but it, it depends on location and how hard it is to get there. But you get an emailed report with all of the images in it and a follow-up phone call from a medical professional. So very, very affordable. Yes, yes. We, I, I wanted to make sure this was accessible and that we did it in a way that we could keep the quality high and there'd be no concerns. So how does it work, Joseph? Um, if a doctor wants to set up a screening for um, their patients, you guys come in for a day and they set up appointments or how does that work? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Great question. Um, there's a few ways to do it. If you have an ultrasound machine, you can upload to my laboratory and I'll generate the report and get it back to you. We, we'll talk to you about the protocol and there is an ongoing conversation about quality. Um, if you don't have access to an ultrasound machine, I employ technicians, ultrasound technicians who come to the office, uh, very professional, they wear scrubs, they will walk the patient back, scan them, get all the information and then walk them out. And every office is different, but we provide a total turnkey after that technician scans the patient, the, um, the images are uploaded to our lab where they're measured. And we have three different people measuring them. We've, we're working on some pretty exciting AI because the faster I can turn this report around to patients, the faster I can make the information transparent, I think that's better for the patient. So um, information symmetry, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go on a little diatribe here, is um, the world is getting smaller and the information that you want will get to you faster with the internet. I, I've been reading a lot of history lately and 
people used to wait months, years for information. And now it is nearly everyone on earth is instantly connected. Right. My son is in Africa right now and it, it blows my mind that I can video call him on Mondays and, <laughs> and see like, it's, it's amazing. So, um, I don't know how it's going to shake out, and I didn't mean for this to be a futurology conversation, but with information being um, better, it only makes sense that somebody can get scanned and be be given with the information that we know about you and the information you're willing to submit through surveys and perhaps your Apple Watch or your Whoop Watch or your... All of this information is really getting predictive, and those who are willing to listen and those who are willing to hear will be able to take better cha charge of their health. But uh, the problem is, is there's nobody knows and nobody even knows to look that all these amazing breakthroughs are, are happening. So I'm really happy to be here on your podcast talking about this. Yeah, well, I'm super excited to have you on too. Um, you know, I, I'm already, I've got the wheels are turning in my brain about what doctors I can share this with who really want to prevent cardiovascular disease um, in their office. And I don't think they're using this, any kind of technology like this yet. You talked about the, uh, what's it called? The calcium score? The coronary calcium score. Right. It's and in I know most that, hospitals. Yep. Right. That's kind of like the gold standard right now, sort of maybe. Yeah. Um, and I know a few um, doctor's offices that use those and um, I, I'm, I'm going to share this podcast with them. So um, you know, they can think about this for their patients. Cause I think this is a, the thing I like about it is it's, it's, um, non-invasive and it's portable, it's accessible and, um, it's inexpensive. Um, and it sounds like from what you're telling me, it can catch things before the calcium artery score can. So that's, that's really reassuring. Well, yeah. The value of knowing you have a problem now, it eliminates putting your head in the sand because I feel like that's what we do in our healthcare right now is we tell patients, oh, you're okay, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. But now if you have somebody who sees something, then, you know, it's really harder to put your head in the sand. I mean, you got you to gotta address it. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many patients have I met that had borderline cholesterol? They were a little over the edge. And so their doc says, hey, uh, you need to lose a little weight. You got to tune up a little eat better. Let's talk in six months. Well, nothing happens. The right. patient, it's just not, it's not material enough for the patient mm -hmm. to understand it or engage it. Or So six months later, the patient's six months older and six months fatter and six months less healthy. And I mean, every once in a while they engage, but man, what if you could see exactly the state of your arteries? So um, a little bit about that. You can see it. Like I'll, I'll put up some examples of good and bad, but on the screen, if it's healthy, if it's on a child, it looks like it was dr drawn, drawn with a mechanical pencil. If it's uh, if it's unhealthy, if it's an older person, you know, diabetes and just kind of a train wreck, it looks like a, a child with a sharpie. <laughs> it's thick and, and 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 contorted and compromised and full of pockets of pus. I mean, you can see it. It's not healthy. And you can change it. I mean, there's vitamins out there. There's therapies out there. There is something you most definitely can do. Um, so, do you have any stories about how some people made changes and you scanned them a second time and their arteries yes. look better? Yes. Oh, please. Um, I have a friend of mine and he's been taking this vitamin for a while. And all the research out there 
And I don't know if it's just a function of they, they used to only scan once a year on these patients, but everybody assumed that it just doesn't change that fast. The intima in the artery, that, that innermost lining that gets inflamed, that it just doesn't change that fast. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm developing this. I got a machine here behind me and I'm, I'm scanning myself a few times a week and I'm starting to see some, some variants. Well, that's kind of a breakthrough. Nobody figured that out, or at least nobody's told me about that. And I, I try to be pretty well informed here. Anyways, um, this guy took these vitamins and he, I scanned him four months later and he, he got better, like 20% better. Remember, we used to think this didn't change, but very little er, er, over time. Um, and I'm like, all right, let me look up who else has had a 20% difference in that amount of time. And it's, there was this kid who got his stomach stapled because he had to lose weight, bariatric surgery, and he quit smoking in the same time period. And he got scanned four months later. And uh, the intima on that kid got as better, improved as much, a 20% improvement as my friend who was taking these vitamins and therapies and walking and, and working out. So yeah, yeah, you can earn it. You can get that health back in your arteries. You can make them more elastic. You can make them flexible. Those innermost layers of the artery, the intima and media, which, which we measure, is, which is about half the thickness of your fingernail, mm -hmm. those layers are alive. They breathe. They exchange nitric oxide into the blood. And we know that when you exercise, that layer does its thing, a it, it little, little excitement, and the vessels start flexing more, you know, 7 to 20% more to get that blood flow through. Well, when it's thick, when I see that it's thick, when it's compromised, when you have diabetes for a long time, and when you just have this chronic assault of bad diet and behavior, and you know maybe you got some genetics you're fighting too, or whatever, um, that gets thicker, and the heart has to work harder. And this is not just for a few minutes. This is all day, all night, for years. This is your life. And making your heart happy, um, giving it the right materials, uh, taking care of yourself. The, the research is proven. You think better, you feel better. I want to give people the tool to see it, like the goal. I'm going to reduce the inflammation in my arteries. I'm going to take that little plaque that I have, and in 10 years, it's going to be a stone, it's going to be safe, secure, and I'm fine. There's, there's a lot of hope out there, and I'm, I'm really, it's really fun to be here right now. Yeah, you know, that's inspiring. I would have never guessed. I mean, at first thought, and I think it's probably maybe just some confirmation bias that we can't change things that fast with our cardiovascular system. Um, you know, but that's really cool because you can make changes and you can show a person, you know, in a few months, the changes they made and, and, and that can be motivating. Um, and by the same token, you know, but we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, if we think about when we, you know, start a weight loss program or we start eating healthy and we start exercising, we can see changes in the in our physical outside of our body within weeks. So why shouldn't we think the same that it's going to change inside, right? Yeah. 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 I mean. I the, think it's a visual thing, you know, yeah. if it's your ex exterior skin or your face or your hair. I mean, that's something you see in the mirror where this is like bringing a visual to your inside and you can actually see that tissue because. When we talk about it, it doesn't really mean much until you actually can visually see it. Yes. 
Yeah, and it's it's all structure. I'm looking at a pipe in your neck that splits into two. That's all I'm looking at. I'm going to tell you how thick the walls are and if there's any chunks sitting on the wall. And yeah, this this can be improved. I'm I'm super proud of that and it you could improve your cholesterol and you still weren't sure. You right. could uh, manage your diabetes and still not right. be sure. Yeah. Um this is this is the one of the better tests out there. The research is solid. Um I I did want to say that I mean a quick search for carotid IMT or plaque in the carotid really as it relates to heart attack and stroke most research take those two apart and they'll look at the inflammation and they'll look at the plaque i'm looking at the same organ so i'm going to put them both on the same report so i'm double predictive of any one indicator and i can i can tell you and show you and it, it, you're right seeing it is a whole new game yeah, the visual of it, it just makes a lot more sense. It, you know, I mean, when you look at the other tests that are based on, you know, calcium score, for instance, it's not, you're not seeing the physical part of it that actually is causing a constriction or, and, and where the plaque's coming from that can cause a thrombus. I mean, that's just, you know, so to physically see it, I think that can be inspiring and motivating for a person, especially if they can see the changes in a few weeks. Yeah. Let me tell you about some of the other tests out there, just so you can see what you were dealing with. There's one where they put a blood pressure cuff on your finger and um, they occlude your arm for five minutes and then they see how much blood comes back, how much your vessels open up and dilate. And like I told you on my test, if, if your arteries are thick, they don't dilate so much. But they measure this and it's, you know, 100, 200 bucks to, to measure how much blood returns to your finger after your artery has been turned off. It's a pretty good test. I mean, if, you, if, you're, if your arteries don't recover, if you don't exercise like that, then, um, then you know. You know that your perfusion's not good, your, your blood's not returning, you're not healthy. Well, that's a great test. It just tells you a, a little piece of the pie. And if that's your problem and you happen to have found that test, then you know. But cholesterol tests are another piece of the puzzle. Um, insulin levels... Um, uh, diabetes, people's response to, I mean, it's a very complex puzzle and we're living longer than we ever have before. Um, yeah, I remember uh, when I was first starting out in this industry, I scanned my grandma. I had this old box of an ultrasound machine <laughs> and I went over to grandma's house and I'm like, hey, let me show you what I got. And I looked at her artery and I was just, I just knew enough to, to see what structure was and her arteries were claw ogged just the worst, this little passive blood flowing through. She was in her 80s. She wasn't active. But I, I learned, and I've since kept an eye out, I mean, at health fairs, normal population people, people coming in, about 80% of people over age 35, 40 have a plaque that I can point to and say, that's not normal. Children don't have that. That is definitely the be beginning of the disease. You are now pregnant with the disease because it doesn't go away. You can only stop it. Um, and it's, it's a different game. The, the response, the psychology is totally different. You see your foe yeah. and you get to name it. Uh, some people do name their plaques, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to address it. And, and you know, a problem well-defined is a problem half solved. So if I can, I can put that problem in front of you to identify and manage, there is tons of research out there. We have loads of doctors who are putting out protocols, papers on how to, how to manage this, heart disease, uh, longevity programs. I mean, 
have you guys had any good genetic podcast or, or guests lately? No, we, we haven't talked about that, but you know what? That's a good topic. We should uh, think about that. We'll have to find somebody on that topic. Oh, I had my mind blown a couple months ago. I get to, um, so this isn't really, uh, I, I, I do this for some VIPs and I got to meet one of the guys who was heavily um, relevant to the, the vaccine. And he was telling me about what's going to happen in the future because of that lipoprotein that can uh-huh. deliver to the cell. And it's, you know, that's the first model and it's going to get better. And I said, well, what can it do? And he says, we can, we can generate more proteins in the body. We can generate less proteins in the body. We can create creatine. We can give you a shot to make your body create more creatine. We can give you a shot to make your wife's hair and nails thicker and longer return. But like we have unlocked the code, the genetic code. I mean, everything you see, a bird in the sky is a code of genetics that passes on forever. A blade of grass is a code. of gen- It's a biological machine. We have since cracked the code. Not only that, I was reading a few weeks ago that they've added a way to do two more strands of DNA to make the t- code tighter and more efficient. So if DNA that we were working for was hop on pop, if it was a lot of literature, we are now going full Shakespeare because we have these tools to leverage this code that much more efficient. Now, that's a lot of power. That's a lot of cool stuff coming. And isn't that exciting? That is super exciting. And one thing we always talk about genetics, when we talk about genetics, is that um, we say we cannot change our genes. We cannot change our genetics. But we can change the way our genes are expressed. And your technology um, really you know, reiterates that. So, you know, you can start with a plaque and your genes are expressing certain things to create that plaque, but you can change that and the way your genes are expressed to get rid of that plaque. That's basically, um, you know, what we're talking about when we talk about gene expression. Yeah, absolutely. Let me um, tell you something I see very common with my ultrasounds. So this is a model of an artery and it's a pipe that it, it, it splits into two pipes. And the blood moves up the main pipe. And before it splits into one of the two directions, um, it it gets turbulent. There's little eddies in the stream. There's turbulence in your artery. So this is not publicized. And I don't think there's even a lot um, on this. But I see this so often that I I, I bet my bottom dollar on it that that turbulence in the artery in this uh, bifurcation area where it splits into two, it's so common and consistent. That's the first place I look for if I want to see if you have a plaque. I go right to that bifurcation. The reason that I think it is, is that bad cholesterol, that dense LDL that we, um, we need for some functions in our body, but you know we need to manage it. That is a dense LDL molecule. And it comes up the pipe, it starts spinning in that little eddy in a stream, and it causes irritation on that lining, that very sensitive lining I've been talking about. And every once in a while, that little dense LDL molecule, that little fat molecule gets pushed into the wall and it can't get out. So it's a foreign object. The body sends in what it sends. It sends in the white blood cells. They grab it, they mob it, they eat it up. But now it's too fat to get out. It's that classic uh, Chinese trap, putting your hand in and you can't, can't get it out. Um, that happens over your lifetime. Every heartbeat, those cells aggregate, they, they combine and you start getting these little plaques in your artery. So 
the story of how a plaque forms related to cholesterol, I, I, I wish a doctor would tell people that that bad cholesterol gets stuck in the artery wall, the body tries to fix it, can't get it out, and it just aggregates more and more, and then eventually a plaque forms in the artery. Well, that's a compelling story. I got to manage my cholesterol now. If I can see that plaque, and I know my cholesterol, my bad LDLs for crap, I'm going to be a little more sensitive to the, the roots, the, the, the root causes of my disease. So you bet you're going to look at corn, uh, sorry, poor diet. I mean, some people eat the wrong thing and their whole body just falls apart. Some diets are not for everybody. And we've really got to be choosy. And uh, if people have the information to make better decisions, they do. People want to live longer. People want to be healthier. They want to think clearer. Well, especially when it's simple. I mean, we, we, we can't, I mean, take away from the fact that your lifestyle is actually about individual choices that you make throughout the day and eliminating something is really a simple choice. And if you are motivated enough because you see what's happening to you, then, then you are given power. And I think empowering the, the client or the patient is what has been missing in the past decades here is that we're not empowering people enough to make those simple everyday choices because those are the hinges that are going to change their life. If they say, you know what, no longer am I using, you know, um, processed sugar-coated cereal for breakfast in the morning or that donut or that, you know, sugar-filled coffee or, you know, I mean, there are little things that they can do every single day that are going to make a huge impact over their life in a short period of time. Absolutely. Man, I know the benefits of taking a cold shower. At the end of my hot shower, I just need to turn that knob a little bit to the left, endure it for 30 seconds, and I will feel better. I'll start my day better. Blah, blah. I don't do it. It's such a little thing I could do to make my life so much better. And I totally agree with you on the sugar. These, these behaviors and habits we have that we're used to are not the best. Nobody told us because it snuck up on us in the last hundred years how sugar used to not be in anything. Everything used to be sugarless. And now that the, you know, the sugar I drink, the, the, the Mentos, the it, man, it's, and our, our poor pancreas are, you know, has to put, it has to produce enough insulin for 50 pounds of sugar a year that we didn't used to eat. We used to eat ounces a year before this. And now our pancreas has to pump out enough insulin to, to manage all that. Sh that's, that's, that's a tall ask for a body that's not used to that. So yeah, the genetics, we, the, the, the ways we challenge our body with health, the genetics, I mean, the foods we eat, the, the, the bacteria in our gut biome, man, the research on that has been yeah. fascinating. <laughs> We've got a couple podcasts on that too, Joseph. <laughs> So we are speaking the same language. You're speaking to the choir. I love it. I'm so glad we had you on today. Yeah. Um, so as we wind this podcast up, uh, Joseph, what do you have a passion for? So I've, I've got a family and they're pretty sacred to me. Um, I've got a really cool dog that I train. Um, I want to make the world a better place. Like I, I see the news and I don't recognize that world. The people I talk to, you two, wonderful, genuine, engaging, caring people. Our nation is full of them. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm passionate. I, 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 think, I think we should meet our neighbors. I think we should be a community again. 
I, I, I know that's a strange thing to be passionate about, but um, yeah, I think the world would be a better place if we all just met our neighbors and, you know, that kind that's of stuff. not strange at all. I, I, I totally agree with you. I think that's a, that's a great passion to have. And it's a great, but outside of that, I love technology. The world's becoming a smaller place. I think I've told you about several different technologies that are coming and we're going to live longer. We can be healthier uh, on the dangerous side, the, the, the natural parts of our body that, that exist. Um, hold on. I want to use, I don't, I want to use delicate words, but I want to make sure I get my point across. I've got some teenage boys. <laughs> and there's things they can do and look at that'll turn on certain buttons in their brain right and we're we're coming into this world where social media i get on that and i can light up endorphins in my brain at will yep. uh, my boy well, people can go to websites to see pictures to turn on lust in their body and they press that button until it wears out their brain and um I think if people are just aware of their behaviors and how it affects them, um, that's important. But there's a, there's, a, there's a huge world to be discovered out there. And getting caught in some of these traps where you aren't able to move ahead in your life or you know, you're, you're, you're pressing on some button that shouldn't be turned on all the time. Um, I, I think that when you have friends and community and neighbors, those problems minimize. I think they'll always be there, but, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, sorry. Thank you. No, that's great. you know, I mean, I think, uh, friends and family can make us accountable, um, and just, you know, hopefully let us lead a better lifestyle overall. Yeah. Yeah. So Joseph, what's, what's the best way to, uh, get a hold of you? Oh, wonderful. Um, our website, vasolabs.com, V-A-S-O-L-A-B-S.com. We, um, if you have a party of 20 or 30 people, we'll send a technician to you. We do doctor's offices all over the country. If you're a single patient and you'd like us to uh, tell you when we're coming to your city, uh, let us know on the website and um, we'll, we'll get you scanned. But we are in most major cities and we're, we're in every city about once a month. So let us know on your website. We'll get you scanned. We'll get your report. And, and I have access to some pretty good doctors. Um, I, I had a good consulting team when I was rebuilding this and not everything has to be expensive. A lot of medicine is effort, discipline, taking care of yourself, being pragmatic. And um, those tools are out there. So yeah, if you'd like to start your, your journey, I, I'm here, I'm on your team. I know that you guys give your patients incredibly good information. So I just, I just want to be on your team to help people get better. So go into our website, let us know there, and, and we'll contact you. I love it, Joseph. So you've really helped realize our goal of this podcast, which is to educate and empower consumers to take charge of their own health. So thank you for doing what you're doing. I love it. Thank you, Doc. And uh, tune in, uh, listeners and viewers. Monday we will have on our regular scheduled podcast, 1230 to 130. Um, tune in uh, Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Monday, thank you so much for listening and viewing today. 